trying to give him the voice. Guess who just got there today? Them wild out boys that have been away. Haven't changed that much to say. But then I still think I'm catching They were asking if you were around. How you was, where you could be found. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. I said. familiar what's up this is talking boys with the boys and we're back again with some of that cowboys fuego but first a little business please take a minute to share and subscribe leave us a rating and a review wherever you find this pod five stars and a couple of sentences on why you love this pod would be greatly appreciated and now the conglomerate the panel of homies i'm your host back again season two episode one adam y along with my co-host Mark D, also known as the first cousin to James Reese. And this is your boy, Dreezy, the Grand Wizard of Stats. This is Mario, a.k.a. Stone Cold. Because when I talk about the Cowboys, it's the bottom line. Because <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold said We so. got a fucking KKK yeah. Grand Wizard. I love it. I'm the Grand from? Wizard of Stats. <laughs> But it wasn't descriptive in very positive terms. All right. <laughs> What's good, Cowboys Nation? Look good, feel good, feel good, pod good. Well, yippee Kaye, Cowboy lovers. Season two of Talking Boys with the Boys is finally here. We understand, Cowboys Nation. We get it. In the universe of social media and misinformation, we are a beacon of cowboy hope and trust. We couldn't leave you to wallow in your own failed misinformation and assumptions. So what did that bring you? Back to us. Back mm. to the loud, foul-mouthed, brash, mm. opinionated, Dallas Cowboys fanatics here on the pod. Back to the fire, fire, yeah, yeah. Back to the fire, 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 fire. Back to the Cowboys fire, yeah, yeah. Well, on to the news. <laughs> the, Cowboys have, the Cowboys have open practice scheduled for July 27th, 28th, and 29th at 11.30 in the morning. On Saturday the 30th, our Cowboys are back together for a Fan Fest and opening ceremonies. Fan Fest and activations open at 9.30 a.m., then opening ceremonies at 10.45 a.m., followed by the resumption of opening practice at 11.30 a.m. And remember, any Texans traveling to Oxnard, all times are Pacific Daylight Time. Back to you, mm. B.B. Hey, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Fire, 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 fire. All right, guys. Well, the boys are finally back today, man. They landed in Oxnard, California, dog. I got a couple questions for you guys, man, heading into training camp. So how excited are you for this season as compared to the last two? One through ten. How excited are you, dog? Um, Excited? I would probably give it an eight because the big difference from from, from now to last offseason, last offseason we, we – there's a lot of questions, right? I know there's questions this year, obviously, mm -hmm. but I feel like last summer, and we had a ton of questions, guys. We, I mean, because because Dak was coming off his injury, we yep. still didn't know what to think about Quinn. We really didn't know what, what we had in Micah, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't know Higgs could could play like he did. I mean, there was just a ton of questions. Like 
we were hoping Zeke could be that guy again. Yeah. So like we we don't have as many questions, or we definitely have different questions this time around. But I would say I'm more excited this year. Last year was more like let's just see. It was kind of like that for me. Like, well, we'll find out. Uh, last season was more coming into the preseason anticipatory stress. I mean, it's completely different, to be honest with you. Um, coming into this season, I know what I have in Micah Parsons. I thought I knew what I had in Micah Parsons coming into last season. This mm-hmm. season, I'm very sure on what I have in him. Um, this defense, I know exactly what it is. The season before, we already know what we were dealing with coming into the season, results from the previous season. So mm-hmm. there's so much hope coming into this season. And I feel very positive. I feel even, of course, better than I did the previous season. But at the same time, I mean, you could have given me 5 and 12 as, you know, 12 and 5, and I'd be as delusionally optimistic as I usually am as long as I have, you know, Dak in there and a few reasons to be. So, mm-hmm. Well, for me, man, first off, I'm always excited when it comes to Dallas Cowboys football coming back. I'm not a I'm big excited when it comes to fan. <laughs> I love it when it comes to <laughs> I get pretty excited. Yeah. I'm a baseball fan. I'm not a fan. So football for me is what I look forward to. Um past two years, I'm not as excited about this year as I am about two. So we look back at, at twenty twenty, you know, coming out of the draft, we, we feel like we got two steals, right? With C D Lamb and Trayvon Diggs, same draft. And yes. so that was an exciting camp, right, do. And last year, of course, was the return of Dak. You know, mm-hmm. we're back. Dak's coming back. He's going to be healthy. He's going to lead this team to a Super Bowl, right, plus the, the addition of Michael Parsons with the 12th mm-hmm. pick. Definitely a steal after what we saw last year. And on a rating system, I'd give a seven uh, compared mm-hmm. to the last two years. I'm excited, but we do have a lot of things to be excited for. In, in this upcoming season with, with a lot of depth and young competition at several positions. Yeah, I agree. I agree with the, I agree with uh, all of you guys, man. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, uh, I say anywhere from a, uh, right now, my excitement is, is probably like, I say an eight, eight and a half right now. And uh, a lot of it has to do with Dak, Like y'all just said, man, you know what I mean? Dak uh, coming off the injury last year was a big question mark. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all remember this, but um, I remember like um, uh, who was it on one of five three the fan mark? Uh, somebody was getting roasted about uh, Mikey Mikey Bassick on one of five three the fan. I think it was uh, mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. he was putting out uh, a narrative or, or or I don't even know if it was a narrative. It was something where he got some misinformation where he was saying Dak was done. Y'all remember that? Mm. Mm-hmm. They, they, was he they, talking they, about the shoulders? No, no. When he was talking about, about the injury, him, him coming up, uh, the, the the leg. Oh, he's injury. talking about the leg itself. Yes, okay. yes, the leg itself. That he was done. That he wasn't going to come back. That this was this was it, and this and that. And a lot of people, man, I remember on on social media, and uh, 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 they were getting on Mikey Bassick for that, man. And and uh, but yeah, dude. So it was one of those things where it was just you know I kind of questioned it then too, man. Like how how good how or how, if that does come back fairly healthy. Uh, are, you know, what, what are we going to get from him, man? So that, that's where my thought process was then. Now, man, he's had a full year. Um, you see the guy, man, he didn't play in the pro bowl. He was more, he was more apt to, to, to healing and getting better, uh, as a player. So yeah, man, I'm very, very excited for this year. I I, like, I want to say eight and a half for me. You know what I mean? Uh, like Mark said, man, we know what we got in Micah dog. Uh, this dude's the, 
defensive rookie of the year. And I think he's probably going to be, he, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say he's, he's probably going to be in, in, in the mention for the defensive rookie. I mean, defensive player of the year this year, man, that's how good that kid is. Mm-hmm. So that's, so that Prescott being a hundred percent healthy and Micah Parsons is definitely why I'm at eight and a half right now, man. I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm pretty excited, dog. I'm pretty excited. I, wa- I kind of want to see too as well. Uh, I just want to see where these, where these guys or what kind of step these guys are, 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 are taking this year. What, you know, coming off a 12 and five uh, year that we all saw, we all witnessed and, and, and for, for the most part, Cowboys nation didn't have, they didn't, they didn't have any kind of, uh, well, they didn't, you... no belief, no belief. Sorry. Sorry, Mark. They didn't have any belief last year. And we all, and we all heard it and we seen it and who the hell was this and who the hell was that and what's going on here and blah, blah, blah. And the worst defense in the NFL and, and all this, and all this stuff. So they didn't have the belief, man, but now we got pieces, pieces in the right spots, in my opinion. And I, I'm just very excited. I'm very excited to see a healthy deck. That's one. And I'm uh, and like I said, uh, uh, I repeat it again. I'm trying to see what year two brings for Michael Parsons, man. And so that yeah. leads me to ask you guys this, man. Mark, give me one guy you expect to take a big step this year, dog. Well, if you look like, I mean, there's there's two differences on that. There's a guy that I expect to take a big step, and there's a guy that I that I, that I expect to make a bigger impact than he did last year. Mm. <clears throat> and that's, and that's mm. two different things for me. One of them, J. Ron Curse. I expect Ooh. for him – well, if you look at what – I mean, I think we've seen something that the rest of the NFL needs to catch up to. It's not. It's truly not just the same with him. When you look at his numbers, when you look at what he came off of last year, it, I mean, just because he didn't get all this free agency fodder behind him doesn't mean he wasn't what he did, okay? And I think in this season we're going to see that and then some because he's going to be able to establish himself in this defense. He has multiple abilities in this defense, and he's going to take it to another level. I think we'll see him – in an all-pro type of status. Ooh, That's yeah. what I really believe. From a J. Ron Kirk standpoint, I think mm-hmm. we'll see an all-pro. I didn't say Pro Bowl, all right? I didn't say Pro Bowl. We were calling for it last year, though, dog. We sure were, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Well, well really Trayvon, did. you know, yeah. if you remember last last year, I said the same thing about Trayvon. Yeah. You know, I said the same thing about Trayvon. Mm-hmm. I expected an, an all-pro production out of him. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. go to, you know, I don't want this dude going to homecoming. We're, I, I think I'll see him at the prom. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I think J-Ron, yep, yep, and yep. the other one that I think that'll make the biggest impact, It's this one's interesting. This one's my favorite to talk about right here because I think there's a side of this that isn't discussed as much. Jabril Cox. Mm. All right? Yeah. Now, we talk about him in a sense of, man, I can't wait to see this kid come out here. And he's literally, you know, this is rookie year. I mean, it is. Yeah, in production, in being out there. But we can't deny the fact that he did have one injury year. You look at that, and it's not like they just throw that away and don't think about that. Your, mm. your 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 ass is put a little closer to the fire because of that. Yeah. So, Let me ask you this, Mark. Let me ask you this uh, real uh-huh. quick about the Jabril Cox thing, man, because this is this is your lane, bro. This is where you thrive at. This is what you do for a living. This is what 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 makes the money for you. Um, being that Jabril Cox suffered an injury and uh, uh, sat out, sat out all of last year. How I guess uh, what I'm saying is like even even with the Michael, Michael Gallup situation, like he's. We're expecting him maybe week two, maybe week three. Maybe he he comes back week. I mean, way earlier than that. I don't know, but and I, and these guys are, are prime athletes. I get that too. But do you? I guess what I'm asking is, do you think uh, Jabril would will be ready? Will be ready? And and that's because this happened his rookie year, man. You know what I mean? So he got that off season, and then he got some playing time, and he was more of a 
more of a special teams guy. So, mm-hmm. so what I guess what I'm asking is, is do you think he'll really be ready uh, to step into that role this year? You know what? Actually, man, I'm going to go into an opposite side of this, and I really think that he's going to be more than ready. I think that this injury actually is going to allow him to – it was an ACL tear, if I'm not mistaken, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken? Okay. That's so right. it was an ACL right. tear. ACL tears are not like they used to be. It's not the Joe Theismann, your career's done, ACL tear, all right? Those, I mean, a lot facts. of these guys yeah. – it, it really is. And I really think that he's going to get it from a standpoint – of football and ACL tear. I mean, mm-hmm. that ligament gets you to run straight, explosive, straight. It doesn't really, I mean, it controls you, your lateral movement, but I think you'll be just fine. In fact, like I said, better but from a standpoint of that is the how young this athlete is and mm-hmm. what he was going to do and what he's done to this standpoint. A lot of people, when they go through the rehab process, they start working on muscles that they did not work before, especially if you're just coming out of college, especially yeah. if you're coming out of some D2 before you got to LSU where you really were just a stud who really didn't have to work out the way he wanted to. He probably ate McDonald's, went on the field, just killed people. Okay. So, <laughs> Facts. I'm, I mean, seriously, man. So what I think right now in his rookie year, what he got to see through that injury was how to work out the right way. He got to put some bulk on, but I, in the NFL, they do things the right way with your body. And I think we're going to see a prime Jabril Cox. You know, I think mm. that he's not only going to come back, you know, reliable, but more than reliable. I think he'll be a starter. I think that will be a pro bowler right there. Ooh, okay, okay. I like Mark it. Mark expects Jabril Cox to take a big step this year. All right, I, 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 I like it. I really I'm do, I'm with man. it, I'm I with really it, baby. Do. Those are my I'm two right it. there. Those are my two right there. Absolutely, so, absolutely. And Jabril Cox. They actually lead into each other in a way, too. And I spoke to, I spoke about it, you know, on, on Crosstalk just the other day, in a sense of if he doesn't, if Jabril Cox doesn't take this big step forward, well, J. Ron Curse is going to pick up the slack from that from a linebacker standpoint. And I Absolutely. want everybody to understand that as, as well. So now go ahead. Yeah. Well, I guess on the defensive side of the ball, I'll say I expect big things from Osa. I think right now, if the season started today, obviously it's not. I think I think Watkins would probably be penciled in as the starter. But mm-hmm. I think as camp goes on, I think Osa is really going to show that he is the dude that we want and we need right there in the middle. He's not the prototypical one tech. But I think the way that dude works, the way he's been looking, mm-hmm. I, I, I really think that dude in his second year is, is ready to just take a huge leap forward. So yeah, seen, what I'm starting to understand in, in, in uh, the Mighty Quinn's defense is that traditional one tech ain't never going to be here. We're not, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really – I mean, Ridgeway, they said, you know, that he has a really good attitude towards things. He's aggressive, but he's not a trash can full of dirt. Bohana no, no. didn't really see the, see the field like I wanted him to. Mm-hmm. You know, in that sense, last season, we really didn't go and grab somebody that's that type of player this season. I don't – I think this is that that traditional try to get to the quarterback. You need a speed from the one tech and three tech. There's mm-hmm. not going to be any trash can full of dirts coming in, honestly. Yeah, and and, and we all, we've all seen the, the training videos and the pictures, man. Osa and Neville Gallimore definitely put on some size this year. So that's really good, man. Gallimore you know, did, hell yeah. And on the offensive side of the ball, this might surprise y'all. I really think Terrence Steele, man, is going to show us, hey, man, losing Collins is not a big deal, guys. Like, Terrence Steele can hold down the right side. I really, really believe he can. I mean, he was I – mean, I mean, unless I'm wrong, he was holding down the left pretty well. Of course, he had some boo-boos here yeah. and there. Everyone does. No, but for yeah. the most part, he was playing pretty damn good over there. And I think he's a natural right tackle. And I think he's going to look good over there, man. I, I really – and I've, I've been saying this all offseason. 
it's it's weird to think that Terrence Steele is our going to be our second our second most reliable lineman behind, of course, Martin. Mm-hmm. But I really think Steele is going to take that step, like to really be that guy. Like, hey guys, I got this. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, y'all, like, like the left side of the line, I think, is where we're going to have issues. But I think the right side was with Zach and, and Steele. We're good. We're yeah. good over there. Well, you- there's a key to that, though, and I was tweeting about it the other day, um, actually yesterday, and somebody wanted to make a distinction that this guy wasn't designated the assistant coach. Well, I know that, but guess <laughs> um, there's a guy that we got on the staff here. His name's uh, Dwayne Duke Manyweather. A lot of people consider him a guru from the offensive line play side of things, and I mm-hmm. think he's really going to help out from this standpoint. And when you go look at the profile, he, does, he came from a college background, and this is his first year helping the Cowboys. And, you know, it must be really hard for those players running around at practice going, consultant, help me, consultant, consultant, help me, <laughs> consultant, consultant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. It's such a long You know what I will ask? Uh, just, just real quick, Mark. Uh, you know what you're talking about? And in one of the responses to that, this other guy said, well, and I don't know if he meant it like in a slick kind of way, but he said, well, he also worked with Connor Williams too. Hmm. Connor, you know, and of course the of course, you know, the the implication is well, he also worked with Connor Williams, the guy who everyone hated and couldn't and couldn't wait to get rid of. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, and, well, how many, and, how many okay, real quick, fellas. Uh uh just just to just to piggyback off of, of what Dreezy said. I mean, how many guys uh just because I, I go train with um said camp in the UFC Look at how many fighters they trained, huh? Not everybody's a star. Not everybody's a contender. You know what yeah. I mean? So, no, it's true. I mean, when somebody says, oh, well, he trained Connor Williams too, way. Well, not everybody's a contender in, 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 in other sports that get trained, that have a whole training staff as well, man. So, well, and that's it, kind of an uninformed comment as well. Yeah. Know? Because because when you say that, it's like, well, you know, he trained Connor Williams. You mean that pro athlete that changed his body and got to be up to game with the NFL when he needed strength training. He can do it now and got another contract. With and another still, team. as much as we hate him, he is still a starter on another team. Do you think Connor Williams is pissed off at Manyweather? Anybody? No. Absolutely no. not. I think he's thanking no. him for getting another contract somewhere else. And he, they understood why they moved on. Because, look, Manyweather has a job with us. There obviously yeah, sure. wasn't bad blood in the situation. So, you know, when people make comments like that, it's really quick to tweet. To twat, I mean, I call those twats. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, because it's not a well thought out response. And thank you for bringing that up, Dreezy, because I didn't even really see that one, man. I mean, after I, I was getting into it with somebody with the distinction of what uh, an assistant coach is, uh, I've seen it. <laughs> well, I've seen you know, it. Man, I, I was talking to, to my wife about it, honestly, because I was like, "What do you call somebody who comes in and helps you out?" I was, she was like, "A coach." I was like, "And what if they're not the head coach? They're my assistant coach." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and she said i make that distinction to the team specifically so they can have the respect of that person come in and as a as a member of the coaching staff they're an assistant coach so Man, you know just you know just yeah. to make that and, distinction there as well you know mm-hmm. lc is starting the year on pup yes sir so uh yeah. that 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 that's uh you know that's that's maybe 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 we knew something nobody else the, did man the, the I, I, I thought it dries you out the <laughs> Hey man, I always try to tell people, man. Hey, you don't know what goes into these, into the, into the discussions when it's time to cut a player, when it's time to sign a player. You know what I mean? Hey, and, and for what it's worth, so is so is Randy Gregory, man, starting this yeah, season man. off on PUP. So yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I'll just throw that out there real quick. But and I'll just was- say this real quick. And I'm, I'm not saying this to powder my own asshole, but <laughs> out of all the guys that we did lose, if, if, if I would have ranked them from like most pissed off to like, eh, that's okay. Collins was honestly in at, at, at the time I said Collins was the one I was least bothered by. I, I really was because it, you, you, you could tell last year something about his attitude and the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. They just weren't meshing, man. Cause yeah. I mean, Oh, and that's if, and if, that's, if, if he's really that guy, he would have been plugged in yeah. first game back. He wasn't. He, and that was for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, well, some guys that I know that were in the building definitely said, they have definitely said that that some of these guys that got released last year, uh, it, it was a culture issue. It was, a, it was an attitude issue. They they wanted to go in another direction, which whether it's right or wrong, the team wanted to go in another direction, man. And that's what and that's what a lot of these cuts were about. So, yeah, I'll just put that out there right now. So, yeah, guys yeah, that in I, the building, in the building, in the building. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we got people in the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, your sources? Okay, cool. Right, sources. sources. Got some sources in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it just, I mean, his decision-making. Let's all remember, LC goes over there and gets a tattoo of a goddamn Bengal tiger. You're like, all right. I mean, if this is your everyday dude, you're like, if this is your everyday dude, you're like, God, I don't want to be your friend, man. You're fucking stupid. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we got to remember some of those things as well. I'm telling you, he's a co-kid. I'm telling you. Call it now. Hey, he was, he was up doing lines man, and that's stressed out. Dreezy stole my guy because it's Osa. Right, but let mm-hmm. me just let me just build on that. So, Osa last year, very mm-hmm. quietly, played in all sixteen games. He started twelve games. He played last year. Yes, and he had thirty six tackles, six mm-hmm. tackles for loss, and eleven quarterback hits. Oh yeah, he played he played fifty seven snaps on defense, which for a rookie, I don't think. We- Especially with with Gallimore in the mix and and veteran Watkins there, yeah, a mid round rookie. Well, yeah, yes, I mean, mid- and that's because we, we it took what six uh, six weeks, seven weeks for for Neville to come back. That was kind of a blessing in disguise, though, for Osa, though. You know, what I mean, when you sit there and think about it, because had uh, uh, had Gallimore stayed healthy, because he got hurt in that in that in week one against the Buccaneers, he had he hyperextended that elbow. Had he not got hurt, uh, then he would have been he would have been playing. Also, would have never really got that that um, uh, he would have been in the rotation uh, as well as everybody else. But he wouldn't have got that much PT. Would you say fifty seven percent of the snaps? Fifty seven percent of the defensive snaps. That's what he so that's that's man, dude. That's 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 high, bro. Like that's high. that's more than half, guys. Yes, <laughs> yes. So so we you know, don't mean because. And, you know Quinn's he, defense and how much he yeah. rotates players in and out. That that's a high number. Yeah, so well, that's I'm gonna def- say, I'm gonna that was say definitely a blessing toward- in disguise. Go ahead, well, towards, I'm going to say something towards the injury as well. Um, I expect, I mean, when you, you know, just contemplating and thinking about it right now, when you're talking about who would make the biggest jump, you know, it's talking about Jabril Cox. That's kind of an obvious answer to go to, right? But Neville Gallimore, considering what the injury was, <clears throat> a lot of people don't realize what goes into that injury and what the position entails with what he needed from mm-hmm. what went wrong. Mm-hmm. The upper body with he dislocated his elbow, man. Even when mm-hmm. he came back, he did not have a hundred percent strength in that when he came back. I mean, he was maybe Backs. you know working with fifty percent to seventy percent. He was not wanting to re-snap it again. That's what his his whole idea of the way to play first was don't let it re-injure and base off that. So I think we're gonna see a much different Neville Gallimore. 
you know, this season. And real quick, I dislocated my elbow once, so I have an experience with that. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you was playing football. You were jerking off, so there's kind of well, different. Hey, but the thing about it, though, is like with both hands, it takes that sometimes. The right one just stays stuck, and the left one goes too far, and – Oh man, I can't even. It's, it's just it's a Saturday night. It's a Saturday. Wear a brace. Wear a brace next time. <laughs> I think. I think. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think last year we. we I, I think uh, a lot of our uh, our high expectations were on the offensive side of the ball. We didn't know what the defense was going to be. I think it's flipped this year. We know what the defense is. We know how good it can be. Our offense, if we're being really honest, might give us some concern. The defense. We know what we got. The offense, it's 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 kind of wait and see. I mean, yes, Dak is hundred percent. We got C D there, but I mean I understand the concern uh on the offensive side of the ball, man. I really do. But man, I, I'm I'm really like I said earlier, man, um when we when we when we said our how 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 excited are we are uh, how excited are we as compared to the last couple of years, man. I'm really excited, man, because I think Dak, it, it always goes back to Dak for me, man, because I think he's yeah. growing as a, I'm, I think he's growing as a player. I, I've course. seen it every year, and and I think he's fully healthy, man. Um, and I think I think he's I think he's ready to go, man. But that's just me, man. Because so if, if your quarterback's not right, your team's not right. That's just point blank. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and and as we've seen in the, in the past, when we look at something with us over the past, you know, what's been a, the biggest trend with the Cowboys for the past six or seven years has been what Tyron Smith's back. Okay, so we all sit here and our our hopes kind of go with that back right Mm -hmm. there. Now, you can look at this as a positive or a negative. I'm going to just move Dreezy out the way. To me, it's a positive that we have Tyler (laughs) Smith. Okay, (laughs) Dreezy, don't say nothing, man, because endorphins are about to kick in and we about to have a fucking shit show. I'll be quiet. The thing about it is, is in the past, we didn't even have a viable option as a backup to Tyron Smith. That's what makes me excited about this right now. What do you mean? Past- we had Ty Ninseki. <laughs> Ninseki, dog. Ninseki, dog. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm gonna do it exactly. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's it's like a, a positive and a negative because you're sitting there going, "Man, I, I mean, I hope that Tyron's okay, and if he's not, we do have something we can do about it." In the past, we just sitting there going, "Terrence Steele, no, hey uh, Zach." <laughs> Can you play left guard? No. Somebody. <laughs> can somebody please help my son? The right side up and the blind right. side. Let's, come on. <laughs> let's roll Dak out. Let's do that. That's yeah, let's just keep rolling him to the left, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, give me two guys you think that are roster bubble dudes that need a strong camp in a preseason to make this team, Mario. Man, I think this was pretty obvious. But the first guy I got is Tristan Hill. There, There's so much depth. Yeah. He is. Because of one of these of this coaching staff, mm-hmm. he has underachieved mm-hmm. in his first three years in the league. He's mm-hmm. got to be on the bubble, and also you got to follow the money. You know, Cowboys cutting will cost them less than four cap. Mm. So he's got to show out, or he's gonna be shown the door. I think Tyler Biotis is on the bubble. Oh, Cowboys, they got really on the back burner. Who's doing work? At- Pretty much both hard spots, interior line. The Cowboys like what they got in Farniok. And then they got those yeah. two undrafted guys, both yeah. centers. And they were giving and, and they were giving snaps to uh McGovern as well. I know this is exactly. gonna happen, but I'd go see I'd go get JC Treader, but I know that's not gonna happen. 
No, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Yeah, that, that's no, I, know, like, I know, I know. Especially with the two undrafted guys they brought in, Amphi and Lindstrom. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones. Like center also. Yes, sir. So, don't you like how the NFL narrative on Treader went from, oh, he speaks his mind, he speaks up for players, to, oh, he don't want to practice. It's funny how long <laughs> enough and it, and it turns into he don't want to practice, right? <laughs> yep, yep. We all know how that narrative builds in the NFL, man. There's a lot of guys that are blackballed right now just because of – of something, you know, it wasn't it wasn't really a play, but it, I mean, their play, it's never really their play. It's something else, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with Beatis, I, I, I actually think it's his fault that I, I think Connor Williams got a lot more hate <clears throat> than he probably should have because mm-hmm. I think he was trying to do his job and Beatis's job at the same time. Yeah, trying Beatis is, it, for, we, for, we said, we've said this before, Beatis is undersized. He's an undersized. Yeah, well, what do you call him, Mark Forklift? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly the opposite forklift. <laughs> mm-hmm. He ain't a forklift. He gets forklifted. <laughs> he's the, the pallet, bro. The pallet. He's the pallet. Yeah, there you go. He's the pallet. He's the pallet, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, definitely, man. With all that, the, I mean, you look at I, I personally. I think well, let's go out of here, guys. Ooh, okay. Yeah, the fifth round draft Gonzo. pick. Go back yeah. to that that real quick. But it, somebody's I hear I hear that like somebody's missing with paper doing something. Nah, it was Adrizi was just cutting up a line, bro. You didn't know what he was doing. Damn man! <laughs> I mean, that's what I thought he was doing. That's why I was like, don't, don't hey, on the table, right? With the, hey, with, the, with the with with hey, debit no, card way. Seriously, his... hey, you no mommy's way. Fucking no CP. Mom-ness. I'm sorry, Adrizi. Hey, I'm sorry, bro. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, he <laughs> sent me a text that he was gonna do that. He was like, "Hey, Mark, hey, I got. Hey, you think they'll hear me?" I was like, "Bro, you got a good mic. They might. I don't know." So, <laughs> no, I'm gonna wait. all right. So, what's low? I think Willetsko's gone, man. Real man. <laughs> when I'm when I'm looking at Willetsko, I mean, there is all this fodder coming in with him. There's a bunch of people talking about. They see this number, right? Six, seven, three, fifteen. Oh, this guy's gonna be the future. Based mm-hmm. on what? Have you seen him? Did you look at the tape? I mean, he looks like a big ass tight end with slow feet. Yeah, honestly, man. I mean, it, what he needs to do to get to be a starting um, – I mean, at any position. They're going to talk about playing swing. But to play – to start at any position, he needs to put on weight that he cannot put on this year. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. Yeah. So, and, and, when, and when you look at his strength and when he comes to the line, mm-hmm. oh, man, they already had a few times where Michael Bull rushed him and knocked, his, knocked him on his ass. You know yep. what that tells me? A lot of people look at that and they're like, well, Mike is a monster, Mark. Of course he did that. Yeah, but when he does it like that with a bull rush right down the middle of his chest, that lets mm-hmm. me know exactly what I'm thinking is right. That means his lower body, his base, is soft as fuck. Soft yep. as Charmin. Okay? It means he yep. has no base. That means Micah was letting him know, I'm going to hit you right dead in the chest, and I shouldn't just knock you on your ass like this, but watch what's going to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think well, let's go is done, man. And then there's – there's this depends – on some news that just happened the other day, Dreezy tweeted about it or retweeted. Kelvin Joseph, mm-hmm. Dreezy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cleared so of he, all. He's, he's clean and clear, isn't he? Yes. Yep. Cleared of all yep. charges. So when you look at that, if he produces, if he comes and locks it in, which, look, I know a lot of people want to talk about the kid and who he hung around with and all these different t- things, but they never want to talk about second chances, so they look like jackasses sometimes. Because if a lot of those people would have talked about second chances, there wouldn't be so many receipts for Randy Gregory on some of these assholes. Mm. So with Kelvin jo- Joseph, I really think, man, to be a college-level supreme athlete, you got to be able to lock it in. you got to be able to compartmentalize. I think this will show him. If you don't lock it in, it's your ass. 
And I think he's going to come out and do a few things. Hey, Dreezy, stop with the fucking razor, bro. Y'all hear that? <laughs> I'll scratch you my foot. Goddamn. Are you really scratching your foot, Way? He's scratching his foot. Cut. I was for like two seconds. Hey, oh, no, damn. hey, you got some fucking eagle's toes. Hey, go Eagle to the clubs. damn spa, hey. son. Get your hey, feet. Hey, bro. Bro. Hey, hey, we just got to take you fishing. We'll just hang you off the side of the boat and you can just let them, them fish out with your <laughs> Nah, you can just pluck the bitches out with the eagle claws he's got. No. It wasn't the nails. It wasn't the nails. It was like the top of the foot. Motherfucker, I'm talking about the bottom of your shit. That white shit down there, is <laughs> bottom, bro. All right, all that, all that shit, that ain't normal, bro. No, there's no, no, hey, no, 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 no. I got the softest feet you're ever gonna see. Cause you know why? I'm literally never barefoot. Never barefoot. Shit, I I'm am. never barefoot. I run on the street barefoot. No, I got them. I got them, I, I, I got them Mexican feet, man. He got them fucked up Mexican feet, bro. Oh, I got, I got, I got them. I got the pampered feet, bro. No, uh, bro. Fucking, I'm never been surgery because his big toe was fucked up. <laughs> yep, both, both, both toes. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, what was your second guy now? Fo- a, a few feet lodged in his ass. Um, Anthony Brown, man. Anthony Brown. I think Anthony Brown is. Um, if Kelvin Joseph produces, Anthony Brown would be reverse cowgirl, cowgirl in that bubble, bro. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, he will, dog. He will. I mean. You know, he, he, Anthony Brown is expendable if Kelvin Joseph produces at a starting level. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep mine. I'm gonna keep mine. Um, definitely keep mine short and sweet, dog. Uh, because uh, y'all have expanded on the on these guys. Well, y'all, oh, Mario expanded on Hill for all the reasons that Mario said. Man, he's just not a fit here. He was a he was a rod guy. I don't know if he was ever gonna be anything in the NFL. He might might move on, man, and and get in a situation where where it helps him. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, he. Uh, with the shitty season, Nolan's shitty season, he was the only guy that really did anything then. Uh, last year, he showed a little flashes, but I still think he's I – th- I still think um, with the addition of the rookie Ridgeway and with Osa, uh, Carlos Watkins, and, of course, Neville Dew, I think I think he can easily be a bubble guy that's, that's, that's going out the door. And then for the same reason that Mark said, uh, well, let's go, I'm saying Josh Ball, man. Josh Ball. Got mm-hmm. his ass handed to him at OTAs, and they just—it's like a little kid, man. They—it's almost like they just hey, get your ass off the field, man. You know what I'm saying? He—he—he's not ready. Josh Ball's not ready at all either. So I, I'm gonna say mm-hmm. Hill and Josh Ball, man. Y'all really fucking surprised me because there's two obvious answers to this question, and I—and I—I I told myself I said if he asked me to go first, I'm not gonna say these guys because I'm gonna let Mark and Adon or or or, or Mario take it. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's Fowler. On the defense, and it's mm-hmm. Washington on the offense. But like I said, those are obvious answers, right? I'm gonna those go are with obvious answers, really. So you would say mm-hmm. that, that that Dante Fowler coming in is on the bubble right now. I think I think a lot of us. I think I think we've seen a lot on Twitter. I think there's a lot of guys that that are actually saying that. Oh, yeah. So Twitter is supposed to make me why bash him. <laughs> no, no, no! I'm no, just no, saying. I mean, I mean, no, no, seriously. Then why is it an obvious answer, though? I don't understand this thought process. I mean, Mario, you explain it. You, you, you have faith in it. Mark, we've literally, we've, we've literally texted within the four of us that I think <laughs> half of us don't even expect Washington to to even even Washington, break camp. Yeah, yeah, and 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 and, and, and but the but the same has been said about Fowler. Like I'm not making that up, right? No, like I, I didn't, well, I didn't I dream it. I, I really don't see that everywhere, bro. I don't see it everywhere. I mean, you I'm not saying okay. Everywhere. I'm not saying 
No, I'm not that, saying fucking everywhere. That, I'm just saying when Mario posted it, it was this this thing you didn't think about, wasn't yeah. it? Go ahead. I go think ahead. Fowler makes it. I'm just saying a name more than anyone else on the defense that we've seen that won't make it's it is Christian Fowler. Christian Hill. <laughs> Hill. To me, yeah, he should be a foregone conclusion not to make it. I'm talking about the guys that 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 we really are sitting here expecting to be something. I don't think anyone's really expecting Tristan Hill to be something. I think a lot of people are expecting Fowler to be something. Mm-hmm. That's why he was brought in. And I'm just saying, out of all the names that we've that we're expecting to be something, I've been seeing Dante Fowler's name out there more than the others. That's why I thought he was going to be the obvious answer. My answer is going to be Basham. But that, no, but the reason that I say that isn't even to really get on your ass is because they said it the other day too. Remember that? Like mm-hmm. they told me that mm-hmm. they, they said Dante Fowler, and I was like. Where is this said? Because even one of them thought I said it, Andres. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know you're big on Fowler. <laughs> yeah. but, but they said I said he was on the bubble and he was going to be gone, which they were wrong about. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to say, uh, you know, so I don't know. That, that's yeah. Yeah. I, I'm he said to, he was going to be a mainstay. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing with Dante yeah. Fowler is, is, is you, you, he, he's one of those guys, man, that, 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 that we're set up, man. If, if D-Law... Is that is is coming to the season healthy? Uh, like he says he is, of course. He's ready to go, he's ready to be in his war daddy. That's that's mm-hmm. Jerry's war daddy. I mean, D Law's ready to go. You got Micah bringing pressure from the A and B gaps or from, shit, from wherever, dog. He wherever, wherever, he, wherever he wants. Up, that frees up a guy with did it, one thing that, that Fowler is is a is a is a pass rush specialist, dog. So mm-hmm. uh, but but in, in in turn I can also say, hey. You got to follow the money. They just played Dorn. They just paid Dorn Armstrong, right? Oh, Dorn ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and they just drafted the 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 Sam Williams kid. Williams, right? yeah. So uh-huh. so, but that still that still gives a leeway to move uh, Dante anywhere as well. He can he can go back up. I'd rather have him backing up uh, um, D Law or rushing from that side and moving kicking D Law in the middle uh, as well with one of those guys. Man, you can do they uh, uh, the Daytona package, man. That they, well, what they have on, perfectly what they have on the with de- the Daytona the, package, man. Well, literally, what they have on the depth chart right now, penciled in, is D Law on one side, Dorn Armstrong on the other, with Fowler mm-hmm. backing up D Law and Williams yep. backing up uh, yep. on on that side. So. Yep. My answer is Basham, and then offense, I'm gonna say Simi. Like, I mean, oh, I, I yeah. really don't know. Simi's fucking done. Bro. Yeah. Simi is done, so. Hey, my bad, Andres. The caffeine. Well, I was going to say it was uh, obvious, but I didn't want you to jump on my ass again, so. Hey, I was just. I was hey, just, I just, hey, look at this shit. I, my mom, I just said, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> no, you did. You did. I, you're I right. You're right. My bad. The caffeine kicked in and you were in the way. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, for, for, hey, what it, what for 20 different reasons that. It, it checked in. Ivermectin in my dick. <laughs> Ivermectin in my dick. <sighs> hey, sometimes yeah. I'm cleaning it and it fucking goes off. <laughs> Basham is semi, man. I, I think I, the, the, those guys nah, yeah, you're right. just have too much competition at their positions that yeah. if they don't show out, they're gone. And we should not even bat an eye, honestly, at either one. Well, and I don't even think semi fits this offense, bro, with what we're trying mm-hmm. to do and what we can do. I think semi. You know, he's going to be the lone man out. I mean, in the last year, they're like, can you be a tight end? Right? Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. Hey, you ever bro. thought about being a safety, bro? No? Like, fuck. Speaking of position, what's Reverse this? Reverse cowgirl. Yeah. <laughs> that combo yeah. could go a lot of different ways, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what's this team's biggest roster weakness, man? Yeah, I, I mean, guys, 
I think y'all know what I'm going to say. The goddamn offensive line. Fucking guard. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking left guard. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, guys. And like, I'm, I'll keep this short. We got Tyron, who when he's healthy, he's great. But the, the word is when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Next to him, rookie, who I'm not fond of. I know a lot of people are. I'm just going to leave it at that. We got mm-hmm. Forklift in the middle, Biotish. Shall not be said. Not by me. <laughs> the our, our 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 number one saving grace is our right guard, right? And mm-hmm. then I think Steele is going to be very nice. So, like I said earlier, the there right side guys. of the line is good. From center, from center that way, I don't, guys. I really don't know what the fuck to expect <laughs> week to week, man. He don't even want to say. He just said from that way, bro. Like, <laughs> from center that way. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I mean, I'm not. I, I, I'm. I'm with you, dog. I am with you 100 percent as as far as as far as the line is concerned too, uh, um, because that is that's when when you when you go uh, when, when you mentioned Tyron Smith, man, you mentioned uh, Tyron Smith and and what he's been battling all his whole season. I don't think he's completed a whole season in in what the last no. few years, four years, something like that. More, more like so like, like six, six right? Six years. Yeah. Okay. So he Crazy. hasn't he hasn't completed 16 games, let alone 17 games. Now that it's been not now that this year, last year was 17, uh, 17 game seasons. But yeah, man, that's that's kind of scary, and it and and it's kind of it's kind of scary. Now I'm I am of the notion that I I mean I I think I think me personally I think Tyler is gonna be he's gonna be good, and I think he's gonna be ready. But that's that's definitely asking a lot of a of a rookie to to kick out and, 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 and protect, uh, Dax blind spot too, man. And then now you're having to, uh, shoot either McGovern back in, or I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where it's going, but right now it's, yeah, that's scary dog. So yeah, real it, quick, what's the over under on games that we expect Tyrant to start? Why, why are you going to start throwing fucking all on him right now, dude? Like, <laughs> I'm just asking if, if, if I don't ask someone is man, no, shit. you're right. You're right. And we all think about it. It's like a, a the, the bridge is held up by toothpicks, man, right? And I ain't gonna I lie, mean, dog. I think I think I think it's it's, it's like this new goddamn well. harbor bridge they're trying to build. Oh yeah. knows. did you hear about that, bro? Oh my God. I live right here, yeah. I gotta drive on that every day. Hey, they hey. said we're gonna suspend construction because you know they built one in Florida that collapsed twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say that I was gonna say somebody on this podcast, whether it was Mark or or Dreezy, had, had said, "Yeah, man, the the same people who are building the Harbor Bridge, uh, they had a they had one collapse in Florida." Hey, mira, they had another one, bro. No, they had another one. Damn, there was bro. a second one, and that's why it stopped right now. Right now, they're like, "Okay, fuck y'all. We gave you another shot. Another one fell, bro. Shit." Damn. Yeah. Okay, but okay. So Tyrant's back is like a shitty bridge. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Tyrant's <laughs> yeah. back is like the harbor, yeah. the old harbor bridge. Damn. Damn but you know Not what, man? As, as much as I wanna, as I have positive, and I can make these positive cases for Tyler Smith and uh, Duke Manyweather coming in and being a guru from this standpoint, I can't sit there and argue with Dreezy on that. Okay. Yeah. You're exactly right, bro. You're right. You know, I mean, this line is as thin as Michael Jackson's defense in a pedophilia case. Okay. <laughs> I never touched those boys in any way. <laughs> wash up, Timmy. Really wash up. Anyway, uh, so no, nah, man, and, and you're exactly right because shuffling this line around is gonna is gonna have me sitting here going, okay, left guard. Me hoping that this kid can be a starter at left guard is way different than me sitting here hoping that he can be a starter at, at left tackle. Right? Yes. It's way different. Then I start going, 
the reason you you're dead on with something though. I know you're backpedaling from the standpoint of looking at the wide receiver room in comparison to James Washington, but there's yeah. something that you're right about and that we forget about sometimes. Dalton Schultz was the second most targeted um, receiving threat in this offense last season. Yeah, there's that name nobody wants to hear about. He's still blocking your ass, ain't he, Mario? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> Mario can't see shit. He was almost first on the team in targets as well. He was very yeah, close. Man, to and he's going yeah, to be second he, again this year. So, okay, so if he's going to be second again this year, that's my problem with the way the Cowboys do business because then we're going to look at him next season and go, oh, he wants 15 to 16. When you look at his numbers, it specifies that. Oh, but we're going to let him walk for that. When you could get him for 13 right now. Facts. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, it, it's I'm going to be there. It's, but but really? then people tell me that, I'm, that, that that's asinine for me to talk about. I had one, some guys on a Sunday morning talk show that were making fun of me for that. On a radio show, we're making fun of me for that. Yeah, I'll call y'all's asses out because you said that, uh, to a man that that was dumb. James, you defended me. Appreciate it, man. But the other guys actually laughed at me and said, Dalton Schultz at 13? What? Oh, my God. Well, yeah. bitch, you don't want to pay him 15 to 16 next summer when he does exactly what we know he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I say this, too, man. I, I, I always I, This is one thing that, that I will say about Schultz, man, since we're, since we're going in that direction, man. The thing with Schultz is, you know what? We we can uh, let him play on the tag and release him, and he can go find some money somewhere else and go to another team and suck it up and suck completely suck it up, and everybody's going to be like, yep. I told you he wasn't worth it. But you know what? He's worth it in this system. He's worth in it this in, th- in, in this offense. He's worth yeah. it to Dak Prescott, and he's worth it to Kellen Moore, dog. Point blank fucking period, dog. If y'all don't see yeah. that, that and, 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 and y'all can't say, oh, well, we'll, we'll give somebody else a chance. Well, and we is that really something you wanna you wanna do when 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 there's a guy who already knows the system really well that can find a soft spot in the defense and sit down and get the ball and and, and be the second most targeted guy on your thing and put up eight hundred and some yards and a couple of touchdowns? Come on, man, he moves. Well, the what was one of the biggest criticisms, man, when when Kyle Pitts was coming out? One of the biggest criticisms from some of the biggest people in Cowboys Nation was that. He, Kellen Moore wouldn't know what to do with Kyle Pitts. So why yeah. draft a, a, a tight end that high? Well, mm-hmm. he knows what to do with Dalton yeah. Schultz. He knows exactly what to do with Dalton Schultz. So why are we questioning any of this? He obviously knows what to do with him. It's like it's not like Dalton Schultz, uh, he just gets what he can get. He's sitting over there and, you know, he's just his safe. No. They said that about Jason Witten all the way to the fucking Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah, sir. Sure God yep. damn. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Mario? I bet, I bet that they are ready, but you know what? They did it too late. Well, that's your smaller one anyway, right? That's your smaller one. Yeah, that's a small one. I don't need that one. It's a typical couple. You know, suffering 10, 11, and he was like, no, tag. And and Joku got that 14 mil per year deal with half of the production of Schultz. It's going to go up. He's he's going to come out and probably be the Cowboys second season. Cowboy well, I actually look at something. Once again, late. Well, yeah. you yep. know, I look at something because who do we all compare tight ends to? We compare them to Kittle, right? Everybody always compares them to the, the 49ers tight end. Now, when you look at Dalton Schultz and Kittle, you look at their comparison, Schultz is actually more productive in the playoffs. So if you want to look at that, you know, there's another thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facts. All right, Mario, before we move on, man, what's the what's this team's – Biggest roster weakness to you? Hey, move around, move around. I'm not gonna go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, though. 
Move around a little you're, bit. You sound like, a, it, like a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I, I was wondering if everybody robot. else was hearing it, yeah. dog. No, I thought it was Stephen Hawking for a second. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Fucking spot they got Wi-Fi the around show. Show. <laughs> They got they got Wi-Fi all the way in Pinche San Diego. Nambre, <laughs> they got a what's it? What do you call it? Way uh, uh, broadband. Running water. <laughs> broadband. <laughs> broadband. <laughs> broadband. <laughs> Damn. Hey, don't don't make a phone call. I'm, I'm on I'm on the pod. I know he's yelling <laughs> at his son. Get off uh, the goddamn phone. <laughs> I can't do my take. All right, so I'm going to kind of piggyback off what Dreezy said. I'm not going to go the whole offensive line. Very weak. Tackle. <laughs> We're going to get, you know, that Tyron Smith. Fucking off. <laughs> what? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to hold it in, man. Where we're not kidding, Wayne. What the fuck? There you go. What, what are you doing right now? Because you sound clear. <laughs> you got to put it in and wiggle it to the left. Hey, his, hey his, his wife walks by. Why the fuck are you standing on one leg and with your arm <laughs> out the window? Yeah, yeah. We're all wrapped around your dick. What the fuck? I got my phone oh. two inches from my fucking face right now. Oh, damn. So, so it's your dick's length away from your face. Yeah, damn. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right, go, go, go. Wait, go. You sound good. Okay. Yeah. Back off on this a little bit. I'm not going to say the whole offensive line, but I do believe that this roster is weak at swing tackle. We got no experience behind Tyron Smith still. We got mm-hmm. the rookie fifth-round pick, Matt Willetsko, which mm-hmm. he's, he's not developed. The Cowboys might. Oh. <laughs> but mm-hmm. Tyron Smith inevitably goes down. Yes, ready to come in and, and, and protect Dak's blind side. No way. Mm. And I know we drafted Tyler Smith, but mm. the Cowboys have a history of easing in these guys before they move them to tackle. Tyron mm-hmm. Smith played right tackle when he got drafted and for the left tackle. Yeah. Flozo Adams, Flozo Hotel. He played right guard. Mm. And Larry Allen was at left tackle when Flozell got drafted. So the Cowboys don't have a history of immediately plugging in these first-round guys that they want to put in at tackle. They don't put them at tackle. They play them on the interior until they mm-hmm. get some experience well, in will, the NFL. Yeah, well, I will say this. Uh, Tyler Smith, probably he probably got to about 12 to 13 games uh, that he's going to get at, at guard before he kicks out anyway. So he'll get some experience. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, hopefully that tyrant injury comes at the end of the season and not the beginning. Because yeah. we are right now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. All right, fellas. Well, what I want you to do right now, dog, is call your shot. Right? I want you to call your shot and tell me one guy that will be a surprise cut. Titties. Oh, that's not what you meant. <laughs> Bitches and titties. <laughs> <laughs> I was calling where it was going. Shit. Yeah. Um, Honestly, yeah, call I, you think shot, Anthony, dog. I think Anthony Brown's going to get cut, man. I really do. I think that Kelvin's going to work him out. 
That would be a surprise. That would. I think I really do. I mean, given what he with the numbers, I know I'm not disrespecting. So before people go, do you know how good? At, yes. Yeah. All of y'all screenshotted my tweet and put your names on it. Yeah, I know how good it was. Okay. Mm. Mm. But the thing about it is, man, is I think that that's going to be kind of a surprise because of how Kel- how good Kelvin Joseph is going to be playing. I think he's going to lock it in. I think the kid is, and Anthony Brown will be gonzo. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, I'm going to call my shot, man. And I'm just going to – dog, speaking of Tyron Smith, dog, I, he's not going to get cut. But for some reason, dude, something tells me, man, this guy is going to retire this year, dog. Maybe midway through the season or something. If he if he goes out with another injury, dog, on that same neck, that same that same thing that's been that nerve that nerve that's been that's just been fucking him up all uh, these last six years, man. For some reason, dude, I just something in my in my gut that says Tyron Smith is gonna call it, man. He's gonna call it, dude. He's gonna step away from the game, bro. So it's not a surprise neck. cut, but I think it's a I think it's a yeah his neck. I think it's a I think it's a he's gonna step away, man. Sometime. Hold on, I'm well, where do, where do you feel it? Like, is it right between your balls and your asshole? Because if you feel it right there, <laughs> hey, okay. the gooch. Okay. Tate. If that's it, then I believe you. I believe you. I'm good. I'm good. Yes. Okay. Yes. I've actually been wanting slash expecting Tyron to call it a career the last he, at least two years. Time for like three years. Yes, he's been yeah. on borrowed time, guys. I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right, and we all sit here and, you know, hold our, you know, salute him as he goes out on his own shield, but it's not – he's been on borrowed time. It's been a nice little fix. When his back started going out, I thought that was done. Y'all remember Arian Foster? Barely, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I mean, it was the same injury, guys. The same injury Tyron has is the same injury Arian, Arian Foster has. So, uh, I mean, Mm-mm-mm. you look at it, you're like, hey, man, great job. I just hope we found a replacement, and if we didn't, I hope we're going to go find one next year. So. Yep. Facts. When Tyron needs it, whether it's his neck or his back or his pussy or his crack, you know, something's, something's <laughs> going to go down. <laughs> Touche. Hey, guys, I, 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 don't, I don't really think I have, like, a surprise cut. Like, like Mark said Brown, that would be a surprise. I, I, I don't really have anyone of that stature that would be like, oh, wow, like, they cut him. I don't know. Like, I, like, like I said earlier, I would say bash him. But that's not really a surprise, you know. Simi's not a surprise. If Dante Fowler out of here, if Dante Fowler gets cut, I would be surprised as fuck. Okay. Um, this probably isn't going to happen, but I'll just say it because fuck it. Cooper Rush. Right? <laughs> just Cooper Rush. Damn, you can't let him live off that Minnesota win. <laughs> Damn, dog. Hey, they really want Ben DiNucci here, man. I'm going to tell you that. No, now. I don't. I don't. But you know what? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to see what, what, what Greer's got. Yeah. Or ah, you know what? That is interesting. You're right about that. Or we can just go get like an experienced backup for cheap. I don't know who. Will, Will Greer balled out in college, didn't he? He did. Yeah. West Virginia. West yeah. Virginia, right? Yeah, yeah. They had yep. that wide open offense. Country right road, take me home <laughs> to the players. Oh, come on, Mark. That's a that's a damn good drinking song. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I don't drink, you know? Uh, <laughs> put a fit life. Put a fit life. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, my, my abs are blinding me from the mirror. Let me put my shirt down. <laughs> 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 hey, after Mario goes, hey, well, hold on, but, 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 but after he goes, just give me like two minutes for something real quick also. All right. 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Mario. Your surprise cut, man. All right. Okay. So, so my surprise cut is Fowler. And mm-hmm. say, okay, okay. my Mark's asshole, but yeah, you guys touched on it earlier. All right. Mm-hmm. Like, follow the money, right? Cutting Fowler, mm-hmm. million on cap. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got 23 that we ain't doing shit with, right? Mm-hmm. You have boys this in the draft. So they signed Fowler. He's a dang queen guy. And I believe his role is a situational pass rusher. Who did they yeah. take in the second round? Sam Williams. Mm-hmm. Williams is, is raw. He, he's got some development to do. But what is he I like it raw. Right pass mm-hmm. rushing. Right? <laughs> so I believe Sam Williams is that guy. And, and, and on the defensive line where we got a lot of bodies, a lot of names to go through. Mm-hmm. Cut out of there, and and I well, believe Fowler might be one of those, even though he's a dang clean guy. But who's so? But real quick, I can't just let you say it. Move on with it, you know. Because mm. I've been waiting for this, even when you tweeted it. So yeah, jump on his ass too, Mark. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying though. Like, who's gonna push him out though? So, but but so Basham's gonna push him out. Basham has impressed you so much that this dude is gonna push Dante Fowler out. I believe Basham is better against the run than what Fowler is, and I think Fowler was brought in as a situational pass rusher. And that's what the Cowboys down at least for now in Sam Williams. So you're making an assumption that they brought him in as a situational pass rusher when he's second on the depth chart. Yeah, he's a queen okay. guy. He's gonna come in. He's gonna I mean, be second on the depth chart. I see what he's saying. I mean, I, I really, I, I can't. I, I would. I mean, so who's the other defensive ends in the room? Because there's like six or seven. You better have their names if you're telling me Fowler's gonna get cut. Golston, Durant, Bash. Yeah, okay. Golston is Golston is more Micah? of an inside guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say Golston's more of a, a three tech, bro. And Micah, I don't think Mike yes. Micah. If, if, if I don't think I think Micah is not designated a DN, so he doesn't count as this. He does. I mean, he's not gonna push Dante. He's not gonna push Dante Fowler out of the room, bro. As a you want to know a situational pass rusher, Micah motherfucking Parsons. He's the definition of a situational pass rusher. But you're at you're Dante Fowler in there. But but you, there's something you haven't mentioned at all. Dante Fowler has played at a Pro Bowl level. He got a million a multi million dollar contract playing the run. Great. What situational background have you seen with him? Please explain to me. He got the playing the run great. Well, for rushing the pass. He got the he got he got the contract with the Rams. I mean, when you look at the numbers that he did, he doubled what Randy Gregory did last year. It actually doubled what Dorrance Armstrong did. I mean, I had it in front of me here a little while ago. No, no, look at him against the run, bro. I'll find it for you, to be honest with you. I'll I'll post it for you. He was not a situational pass rusher, no. He got big money for being a starting defensive end. The reason he didn't do that in Atlanta is because they had him at linebacker. He went to to the Rams, and they put him at starting defensive end, right end, and he killed. He was actually on his way to becoming something a little bit Beyond that, but he got injured that season as well. He had 11 sacks, but I think I mean I'm, I'm uh, he doubled what Randy did last year, so it was 48 from what I remember on on run stoppage, and I think half of those were behind the line of scrimmage as well. So that's why I'm going no, no, he's never really been a situational pass rusher when he's been productive, man. That's kind of a narrative that, that's been built that way, but it's not that <laughs> at all. So uh, no, I stick to no, my guns. Really, I okay. called that a few weeks ago. I gotta stick to my guns. For me, it's Fowler. You... Call this shot. <laughs> I call this shot. Oh, I can't wait for this season, man. I really can't. <laughs> call this shot. I can't, man. I can't, dude. Like, I really can't. I mean, I mean, yeah, he, this is, he's being pushed out the room, but you only said Dorrance. Okay, Golston. He's not a defensive end. 
Basham. All right. So who are those other guys? Because I don't even remember their names because I don't believe this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, they came in as like a, an undrafted free agent. The other's a seventh rounder. Those guys are going to push Dante Fowler out of the room? Because you need five to six to rotate in this defense. Sam Williams. Those guys are going to be checking at HEB. And Micah. I know Micah's he's not, not a defensive end. Okay, but, <laughs> it, but Fowler, Fowler will be... That's like, that's like be saying Dalton doctor. Schultz is going gonna, is gonna to push... I mean... That's like saying he's going to push James Washington completely out of the room, Dalton Schultz, right? We say that if he's, if he's the second most targeted um, receiver, then maybe he will. But he's not going into the wide receiver room going, I'm sitting right here, I'm taking his route. That ain't worried. That ain't happening. It's the same Following thing. The Micah's money. not a defensive end, bro. He's not. The reason Following we drafted Daryl Williams was Following. so Micah wouldn't have to play defensive end, okay? That's why we did that. So that he can be that that dynamic linebacker we all want to see. That's why we went and got the troubled guy in the second round. It wasn't so to push they, Dante Fowler out of the room. I think you're, you're you're thinking of it in the wrong way, man. It was to allow Micah they, to play what he's gonna do. I think barring injury, Fowler's playing on a year to year contract, and he's in L, in the room with LVE and what what they hope for him. If they don't get anything, he falls off. Hey, whatever. But I don't think that he's this guy that that can be pushed out of the room. I think honestly, his contract helps him because he doesn't make shit. I so really the do. Twenty twenty two Daytona package. Who is it? Front four. Um, front four. It depends. It depends. It really does right now, because it, it's going to depend on what's going on in the play. They're not going to put Micah down with his hand in the dirt. If no, you got yeah, he's going to be shooting through the A or B gap. Thank you. They're going to take up a block, bro, so that Michael will be clean shooting through the gap. Mm-hmm. That's what they I, if, want if it's me, the tunnel pack is twenty twenty two. I'm thinking I'm you kicking. You're definitely kicking in uh, D Law to the middle, and yes. then you're. I think you have. And see, that's one. And that's Goldstein. one other thing. Yeah, that's one other thing. I was. I, I wanted to say uh, Mario Two Dog is is at the at 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 in in this situation too. I mean, uh, what D Law? How many games has he missed in the last two years? You know what I mean. So yeah, it, it's. A bit. It's not, it's not, uh, I guess what I'm getting at is it's not really, um, like, I think we need as many pass rushers as we can, man. I think, I think we're going to have to go a little, a little light somewhere else, man. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think, I think D line and, 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 uh, the whole D line, man, I think that's, uh, that's definitely, we're probably going to have to be deep at that, at, at that position as well. Any, anywhere on the interior, we're going to have to be deep at, in my opinion. Linebacker so. will be light. It, I have it right here. So here's 48 tackles, 48. Um, yeah, so run stops, 48. I also have right here that you had, Mario, as your third most – your third need coming into the draft was defensive end. Mm-hmm. Your third biggest need was defensive end. Mm-hmm. So we got one, and now you're just happy with it? Sam Williams? Yeah. I'm, I'm saying, I don't want Sam Williams to be the pick. No, no. What my, my point here saying is this. When you, need. Draft, He's talking about you need. Was, you said it was a need. It was we need a defensive end. We need – in fact, I remember you talking about Micah not being able to be dependable at defensive end because we want him to be freed up to be this, 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 you know, this, this playmaking, you know, linebacker. And now you're talking about us being so full that we're going to push Dante Fowler, I mean, fucking Dan Quinn's fucking son, damn near, out of the room. Micah is a pass rusher. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. That, that's how I see Micah. <laughs> Micah's a pass rusher. <laughs> My thing is, can we that's think of something else Micah. besides yeah, Daytona? You're good. You're good. NASCAR is for rednecks. Let's okay. go with like something F one related. What is F1. that? Is that F one? Is that UFC? Is that fighting? Is no, F one. No, F one. <laughs> no, F one is those pretty sleek cars that drive it like Monaco. 
and, yeah. and shit. All right, you got uh, two minutes, do Breezy. Next drive those two or no? Go. <laughs> <laughs> I got two minutes. You sound like my girlfriend. You go. You got two minutes. Hurry up. <laughs> Hey, you're used to it. You said give me two minutes. I know, what, I know. What do you respond with? That's a minute and a half more than I need. Well, shit. Uh-huh. Now, nah, guys, um, I don't know if y'all keep up. Uh, Mike Sando, he writes for The Athletic. And for the ninth year now, he does his quarterback tiers. Mm-hmm. And he rates, he ranks all all the starting quarterbacks. And if there's like a, a quarterback competition, you know, he he like in Carolina, it'll be it'll be uh either, you know, uh what's his goddamn name? Um Baker. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. and anyway, so he, he he's ranked uh, 35, quote, starting quarterbacks. And what he does, he puts them in tiers and it's tier one through five. And for example, tier one, obviously, it's the top. A tier yeah. one quarterback can carry his team each week. The team wins because of him. He expertly handles pure passing situations. He has no real holes in his game. Mm-hmm. There's six quarterbacks in that top tier. Of course, okay. you would think Aaron Rodgers of course, is there. You Brady. got Mahomes, of course. Brady's there. You got and you got Joe Burrow. You got Josh Allen, of course, and you got uh, Justin Herbert. Hmm. Right now, those the, those on. six are his tier one. Now, tier two, he has I think eight quarterbacks in there. So, excuse me, the top quarterback in tier two, Matthew Stafford, right? Just won the Super Bowl, whatever. Okay, and then he's got he's he's got Russ number eight. And he's got Deshaun Watson, who, of course, he can play. He's talented. We haven't seen him play. You know, he likes getting his butthole tickled. But when he does play, he does have talent, right? Lamar Jackson at 10. And we haven't heard Dak yet, right? So Dak is number 11. Mm -hmm. Dak is towards the bottom of his tier two. Mm -hmm. And if you are wondering who makes who he, he talks to 50, it's uh, it's 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 a mix of head coaches, scouts, offensive de- coordinators, defensive coordinators, and he talks to analytics guys. So yeah. it's 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 a good mix of of who he's talking to. Mm. So basically, if I can just read this real quick, it says with Dak, there was a point last season when Dak seemed to be gaining potential in a tier one candidate. Perhaps mm. it was a calf injury that set him back. Whatever the case, his momentum stalled, and Dak wound up back to where he's been for years. A mm-hmm. solid tier two quarterback struggling to crack the top ten. Mm. Um, it's possible Dak will ascend this year after healing fully from the serious leg injury he suffered in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one, this one personnel director said, "I think he is a two, which is not bad. Some of these teams have tier one quarterbacks. The line is okay to questionable, and they are still producing. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dak has generally had a talented offensive line, and he still gets that mixed performance." Mm. Um, they go on to say some other stuff. I don't think there's a major flaw in his game, but I'm not sure if he has like truly hit that upper echelon. I think he's very healthy too, a two plus. He's never really made that leap. And so basically, after hearing that, just what are y'all's just off the top head thoughts? So I'm, I'm well, not going to argue about Dak being. Whatever. I'm not going to argue that that he is top, that he's here too. Yeah. Back for the- what uh, besides that one started like five fucking first downs or whatever in, in fourth quarter and then ended up not making the playoffs anywhere. And Burr, you said Herbert? Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, the argument Burr. for Herbert that I've heard Herbert, Herbert, uh, threw for the most yards ever 
out of any quarterback his first two seasons. I'm just saying what I'm, I'm just saying what what the argument is for Herbert. Cool. Yeah. And the Chargers are notorious fourth uh, fourth quarter chokers, aren't they? Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah, that's that's been the narrative the past couple of years. And with Burrow, yeah, he made a Super Bowl. Great. But you know what? Through the playoffs, oh, took advantage of a very opportunistic Bengals defense to get yep. two, and they couldn't get it done. Not to mention with Herbert, I, I seem to remember it was in week two, 2021, went head-to-head with and mm-hmm. took them down. And in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, who made the plays? Prescott, mm-hmm. not Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. are those two guys tier one and Dak is not, is my quote. Mm. Well, I mean, it, it, it falls down to the same thing that it fell down to with Tony Romo, man. It's just the polarizing position of the Cowboys quarterback. Yep. When you look when you look at Dak Prescott and you look at what his strengths and his weaknesses are, I mean, he is a top ten quarterback when he has everything locked in and he's on his game. I mean, top five in my opinion. Now, last season, we we in Cowboys Nation we get very angry when we get disappointed. Okay, we get very angry and we start throwing out words like garbage time, words like mm-hmm. "oh, I didn't mean this" or "it didn't mean that." And Bro. I mean, even myself, it, even myself and my brother, at, and last season, we even questioned. Him. Remember, at the end, we were going his mentality. Yep. <clears throat> you know, that's that's different. It's different than everything else. We even questioned it because we are Cowboys fans, and we can get ravenous as well. All right. Mm. And it was a long period of time between the end of the season and when we saw Prime Dak. Prime Dak was not seen till before that New England game. Yeah. We didn't see Prime Dak. You know, be, till before then. After that, we we saw. De- glimpses here and there of prime Dak. I mean, like we talked about before in the San Fran game, you saw him flittering balls off to the sideline because he couldn't plant sometimes. That type of injury that he had, I, I, we, we as fans, we forget. When the guy gets in there, we don't want to think about the injury anymore. And if somebody reminds you about it, you kind of get pissed off. You kind of go like, no excuses, all this other bullshit that you don't really live by. Anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, and, and we all want to say those things, but we don't think about what's going on and the extent of one of those injuries. I'm sorry, when he had it and they, they, they looked at it, I was sitting there going, this is going to be a, a long ride, guys. Not nah, Dak said he's fine. Oh, dumb fuck. Anyway, <laughs> you know, Dak said he's good to go. What is he going to say? I'm a bit sore. I woke up. Yeah. My big toe was stiff. I had an ass cramp. You know, he's not going to uh, say those things, bro. I think another argument for Burrow and Herbert he's gonna do that I've seen. Grandma. He's going to yeah. do it for his grandma. He's, of course he's playing today, guys. His grandma passed on this day. The hell does that do? Does that make his his ligaments work quicker? What the hell was that? Like, <laughs> I don't have a problem with Dak being second tier. I do have a problem, one hundred percent, with him being behind Lamar, and I do have a problem with him being behind Deshaun for now. We haven't seen Deshaun play. Of course, when he does play, he's he's he is talented as shit, but we haven't seen him play. We've seen Dak play. We saw him play all last year. You know what I'm saying? So for him to be behind Deshaun and especially Lamar, I, th- I think that's kind of bullshit. So what? I think, I guess in my eyes, I think Dak would be nine. I'm not going to really argue more than that. I mean, you know, Russ, Stafford, whatever. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think, uh, I think the list is, is bogus. And I might, and, and somebody listening right now will say, well, Adams is just a homer, but I think it's bogus, man. I think, I think, I think Dak is somewhere along the lines of top six quarterback, dog, to be honest with you. 
You know what I'm saying? I think some days he could be number six, and some days in some games he can be number two or one, dog. You see it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we've already ex- – everything that you read about Dak uh, um, on what uh, um, this guy uh, uh, printed out and what the, they've said about it, we've talked about that here on the podcast. We talked about the injury. We've talked about uh, his calf and his shoulder. We've talked about the 50-yard the stare. You know what I mean? And how, how he didn't seem right anymore. You know what I mean? Uh, the before the be, before the New England game, before he hurt himself. I mean, dude, everybody was uh, chanting MVP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. he was he was putting up numbers left and right. Dog, it was ridiculous, man. He I was, mean, it even it, got he to was a point such, where we said him or Aaron Rodgers. Remember? Yes, he was such in a he yeah. was he was so in a groove that you had wide receiver one A and one B deciding on who on who would get the ball when and where on at, in some of these games, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like it was crazy, you know. Hey, and and real quick, if, if y'all want to laugh at something, so it has five tiers, right? There's only one quarterback in that fifth tier, Geno Smith, and that tier five is said <laughs> a tier five quarterback is best suited as a backup, and they really, uh, they really left Geno Smith there all by himself, dog. Damn, all damn. by himself. All quarterback lists lists on the off season is just fodder to get clicks and likes. Honestly, yep. if somebody, you know, somebody yep. criticizes Dak, it's just to try to get as many likes for people to, you know, respond to him as, as possible. Dak no, has right. already proven himself to me. You know what I mean? But like, I will say, I will say for what it's worth, I think within the scout or like the GM community, I think this guy, Mike Sandow, because I've, I've, I've been seeing his list for a few years now. I think he is one of the most respected uh, 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 lists. Like, like if they are going to give someone credence, they are going to listen to to what this guy because, like I said, he doesn't just interview a few coaches. He interviews fifty guys across the league from from analytics guys to GMs to coaches to coordinators. Oh no, so no, he, definitely no. I got you. I mean, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I I give the guy respect too as well. The only thing is, you're telling me that 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 Herbert's writing on the fact that he he put up so many numbers in his rookie and and and. You know his mm-hmm. his rookie season and sophomore season or whatnot and blah 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 mm-hmm. this and this and that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look at all the records uh, Dak has broken so far. You know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. but you know, it's not just. Do you want to base it, it on you know, that because y'all can't base it on wins and losses? Because they have that, to though, beat man. them and they haven't been anywhere. You know what I mean? But when you look at some of this stuff though, and and, and you look at some of these well respected guys who get information from different places, they still cook that information to build their own narrative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they really do with whatever they want to build in controversy with whatever in, in sense. I mean, Bob Sturm is a god to some people. And I'm sorry, I'm not an idiot. I know people, some people view me as an idiot for arguing with him, but I, I, I really do. And a lot of things that he looks at and some of the, some of his points of view. I'm sorry, I do. I mean, and he's a well-respected guy that has a lot of connections, but he has his own narrative that he wants to build things towards as well. He'll never t- say a bad word about Mike McCarthy. They're homeboys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that, but that that's not to me. That's not fair. That's not being biased, unbiased. That's you know leaning in a certain way in that biasness. You know, and in the heat of the, if if we go zero and four, I'd like to hear what what defense he would have of Mike McCarthy not getting fired at zero and five. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think you said it perfect. Well, sometimes Jack is six. Sometimes he's number two. Sometimes he's number one. And I think that's where people go wrong with these lists is these lists, they should be fluid and they should fluctuate. I've seen Brady throw four interceptions. I've seen Aaron Rodgers throw four interceptions. 
I mean, they, they try oh, yeah. to act of like course. these guys, they want to put at the top are gods, and they never make mistakes, and nobody can ever figure them out. For me, this, this list should be fluid. And, and, mm-hmm. and momentum in the NFL is a real thing. And, and it, it is. can be for a team or it can be for individuals. And we mm-hmm. saw last year, before Dak's injury, the kind of momentum on he was in the MVP. And yeah. if you go back one more year, before he had those first five games, he did, yes. he was, yeah, he was on the same trajectory. So yeah. for me, excited for Dak this coming season. I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong that have him outside of that top six, top seven. He's going to come in. He's going to be a top, top three, top two quarterback this season. He's going to be in the MVP conversation. Top two when he's not two, but he. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. All right, guys. Well, I want to end the the episode, man, with uh, asking y'all one question, man. I want y'all to give me one under the radar guy that can change this team's dynamic. If he plays at a crazy high level, Mark, Tony Pollard. Oh, okay. Under Tony the radar. Pollard. Well, I mean, in a sense of how I want him to be used. Some people don't even remember that he was a wide receiver in college. A lot yeah, of people don't slot. know that, to be honest with you. He he dominated in the slot. That's what got him drafted. I mean, mm-hmm. in 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 the sense of like the 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 first thing I thought of, I went with what what you were saying. The first thought that came to me is Tony Pollard because we know what he is as a straight line runner. We know what he is being fired as a, out of a cannon as a compliment to Zeke. And I'm not even talking about taking touches away from Zeke. I'm not saying, hey, I want him to be the dominant back. And then, and then, and then. I just want him to get touches, reliable touches from the slot. Why not? Yeah, I want to have a game plan for him out of the slot. And that would take this offense into a stratosphere that we haven't seen in a couple of years. So, oh, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't forget about that, Mark. You know, I don't, I don't know who else has forgotten, but I remember him coming out of the draft. That was the big headline. Oh, he yeah. used to be a receiver. He'd be great out of the slot. You know, you can line up him. And Lance Dunbar 2.0. Exactly. You know, coming Without out of the shop catches a game out of Memphis, you know, and, and they yeah. never utilized him that way. Mm-hmm. So, Pollard's good for me. I, mm-hmm. I like that pick. I'm going to say it's between two guys. We touched on it earlier. We're a little bit about the wide receiver situation. Who's going to start opposite? You son of a whoever bitch. Ends up, whoever ends up starting opposite of CD could be that guy, whether it's James Washington, whether it's Jalen Tolbert. They could come out and make any. Noah Brown! <laughs> Noah, <laughs> Noah Brown. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. He's break glass in case of catastrophe. Yeah, definitely. Well, fuck you, Mario, because I had Jalen Tobert as my guy that I was gonna say, because mm-hmm. like like we said, that wide receiver can go can be really good or it could be really bad, man. And but if Jalen Tobert can be on the same page with Dak from day one, and he 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 looks like one of the best rookie quarterback uh, receivers we've seen in in some time, that could definitely ease the 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 sting of not having Gallup there. Yeah. So I think to me, Jalen Tobert, I know he's a third round player. I know he's small school. I get all that. But if that dude can ball like we hope he can, I think that's gonna go a long way, a long way in into into helping this offense. Absolutely. But well, I, I don't un- disagree with the Tobert pick. I mean with the with the Pollard pick either. Yes. Yeah. Now one uh, under the radar guy for me, man, uh fellas, is definitely I, I'm a, I'm I'm it's LVE, man. 
and it, and, and he was okay. once uh, a Pro Bowl. Uh, I mean, an All Pro guy, Pro Bowl guy. You know, when he was the the Wolf Hunter, he hasn't been the Wolf Hunter here lately, man. He's still mm. under. The, he's 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 That's now a good one. I like that. He's one. now become uh, a under the radar guy, man. He's he's now uh, become a forgotten piece. To be honest with you, there's guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Mark started off uh, uh, the podcast damn near Jabril Cox, baby, all fucking pro. Mm-hmm. So yeah. under under the radar for me has to be LVE. I man. love he Cox. Just... I love Cox. That's what he was saying. <laughs> I love Cox. I love <laughs> Cox. Yeah. Wait. Now, <laughs> but I'm just saying though, and 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 I'm the same way because I I can't wait to see what what Jabril uh, brings to the table as well. But so, but so that 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 fall so LVE falls into that category of under the radar now, man. He went from the mm-hmm. highest of all levels when he was drafted as a rookie, and the year after that to now an under the radar guy. And I think if he can get back to to where he was, where what where he was once, which is an all pro level, man, that that can really really change this team's dynamic, especially on defense, especially well, he because now we're leading last on. Year. Yeah, yeah. You show flashes right. of it again. He had a thirteen. He had thirteen tackle game, man. Again, you know, he had a thirteen tackle game, and he had. Yeah. I think there were, I think two or three, where he had above ten tackles. So he's trying <laughs> to, you know, honestly, man, with LVE, I think he's just learning his way in with Micah there. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I, I can see that, that as well too. Game like... was the playoff game against the Forty ers and he made some yeah. big plays in that game, including that big stop on third down. Hey, man! If we win that Steve game, he's a hero. Field. Yep. Yeah. A, if we win that game, he's a hero, and LVE has a much different narrative, off-season narrative behind his name. I'll say that much. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping he definitely carries this thing over, man, this year. So, Or carries it over from the playoffs uh, mm-hmm. into this year. So, yeah, I'm I'm really rooting for the guy, man. I like LVE, dog. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, But there you have it, fellas. Already, well, you know. Episode one first- in the books. The Dallas Cowboys, we're talking boys with the boys, Dallas Cowboys preview show. And we got more to come coming up this week, maybe. Hopefully, we'll see We'll see how it goes. If not, you will definitely hear from us next week with all the news, all the holly. Yes, sir. Bringing all the shits, baby. You know how it All the holly. With the boys. All the holly. <laughs> all the holly. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. But, hey, you know where to find me, man. I am Adam Y at Talking Boys with the Boys or at Half the Ville, actually, uh, on Twitter, man. Talking that shit, baby. Hey, fuck the Eagles. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm Mark D at Mark D's Corner. Mark D, Talking Boys with the Boys on Twitter. I mean, y'all know where to find me. I ain't going to say nothing about it, man. Y'all know what it is. Mm. I'm still at that boy, Dreezy. Uh, you can find me there. And uh, in your underwear. It. <laughs> yes, sir. No, what a free ball. What a free ball. Free ball. Hey. I can't do that. Then it just slaps right out of my shorts, bro. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you see my hoochie daddy shorts, bro. Yeah. I, I have. I have. Nah, and not wear some very secure underwear, bro. Because then, no, but those old ladies like, I mean, I think he's got a squirrel in his pants. He's hiding yeah. a squirrel. A fucking squirrel. squirrel. Mario, this is your boy Mario. You can find me on Twitter at Mario Power. Talking that shit, and yeah, like I done said, fuck the Eagles. Hosting all y'all's favorite spaces. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. No. Alright, this is Talking Boys with the Boys. I holla. Hey.
Yo. Ah, ich verlasse. 